0: The information provided on this podcast is intended to be educational and informational only and is not considered to be formal legal advice. The listener should not take or refrain from taking action based on its content. Any listener in need of legal opinion upon which to rely in decision making should consider formally engaging an attorney to review relevant facts in detail and examine the pertinent law as it applies to those facts. Hey guys, this is Adam Carswell, the founder of the Dream Chasers platform and thank you for tuning into our content. We've got some phenomenal creators making a name for themselves on this platform and we just want to say thank you for going on this journey with us. It's been a lot of fun over the past few years and hey, we're just getting started. We would also like to take this moment to shine light on our sponsor, Raise Masters, the number one mastermind for elite capital raisers. To learn more about Raise Masters, you can go to raisemasters.com. That's raisemasters Dot com. And again, thank you for investing your most valuable resource with us, your time. Now kick back and enjoy the show.
1: Welcome to Real Estate Milestones, where we explore fascinating topics in commercial real estate with knowledgeable industry experts. I'm your host, Ben Malik, and I'm a young real estate professional who is passionate about adding value to people's lives through the incredible power of real estate. My goal is to help you discover what the heck is going on in the industry and how you can get involved. This is Real Estate Milestones, where your future in real estate lies just around the corner. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Real Estate Milestones. Today, we have Harry Nima-Zegara, Zagara, is a pulmonary and critical care medical physician, seasoned real estate investor, entrepreneur, and co-founder and manager of Nima Equity, LLC. Harry went to medical school in Peru and finished his training in Pennsylvania and Virginia. Harry currently works at a tertiary medical center in Dallas, Texas, Harry has experience in rental properties and currently owns and manages nine properties across the Dallas-Fort Worth metropolitan area. And today is a general partner in 784 units in four different states. So, Harry, thanks for coming on. Hey, Ben. how
2: are you? I'm very excited for this show today.
1: Me as well. So can you tell us a little bit about your background and um, how you got your start in real estate?
2: Uh, yes, Ben. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, as as you just mentioned, uh, my wife and I we both are physicians. Uh, we actually uh, are from Peru, from South America. So we we actually went to medical school together. We knew each other for seven to eight years and and then we decided to to continue our training here in the us so we we came together and um uh, we decided also like to get married like before we came here so uh we're uh, very, very very blessed that we were able to continue our training here in the us uh, initially in pennsylvania and then in virginia so my background is like uh, internal medicine and then pulmonary and critical care and my wife is a family medicine physician and then like uh, after a couple of years because of the nature of our training and our work we we kept moving right like so we we came to to texas initially south texas uh we were uh, I, I was in a private practice and then after a couple of years we moved to dallas to dallas forward and uh we really fell in love with the city <laughs> we we like the area uh we bought our home here like, like our residence here like in dallas and um and after a couple of months we started to diving in like in real estate into the real estate.
1: Yeah, that's awesome. So um, could you tell us about your first milestone in real estate?
2: Yes, yes. Like uh, our first I mean, it's it's always your first property, right? Like, and 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 the reason why is because again, like. So many people say, like, you're you're a doctor and you always should be a doctor, and that's the only thing that 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 you know, right? Like and, or or you're a lawyer and you always be, be a lawyer and nothing else, or a CPA and always be a CPA. So like our first milestone, like in real estate, is actually like our first property. And what 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 happens is that sometimes uh, uh we, as, an, as investors, we always try to make the best return on investment, right? Like, so, uh, and, and to be honest with you, like, our first, our first property, we, we bought it through MLS. So, you can imagine, like, the return investment was probably not the best compared to the other ones that we bought late, uh, later uh, because we bought, like, the rest off market. However, to us is the best decision and our best milestone because that was the way we started in real estate. So, that was very important.
1: Awesome. Yeah. Just jump right into it. Trial by fire and uh, yes. learning, learning from that, learning from experience is obviously one of the best ways to learn. So that's exactly. awesome. Yes. Great. So um, yeah, I mean, how do you, how do you balance being a doctor and also being a real estate investor? Obviously, especially during med school, it seems like it takes a lot of your time, but then as a full-time physician, I mean, I, I can only imagine how much time it must take to, to balance all this, but um, you know, how do you, how do you do that?
2: Yes, yes. So um, I mean, yeah, you, you're correct. I mean, it's 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 not easy for sure, but uh you got to start some somewhere, right? Like so, and 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 for me, I mean, like, and, and, and this this is some kind of advice that I can give like to younger people, right? Like when, when you're still like in college or in medical school, the earlier this, the earlier you start, the better. And this is something that many real estate investors said when you ask the question, what would you wish you would have changed? Like most of them are going to tell you, I wish I would start earlier. <laughs> right. So like, uh, if, if you can start like in any way, just like initially the most important thing again is education, right? Like, so just try to listen to podcasts, like, like, like yours, for example, or, or, or to go to meetups or conference, or to just listen to audiobooks. books. It's a great way to get started. Even if you don't have that much time, it's a great way to start. I mean, like in, like, in, like in my case, we knew already we wanted to be in real estate. So to Sunday, we were, we were able to balance our busy schedule with this re- real estate that for us it started like initially as a hobby and then it became a passion and then it's, it's, it's growing and growing. And now like initially we were in residential real estate and now we're in commercial real estate.
1: Yeah, that's really, that's really awesome. And it definitely helps uh, get started early. And uh, that's why one of the reasons I have this podcast so I can learn from professionals and yes. go down some rabbit holes and learn a lot of interesting things and hopefully never have to say, I wish I started sooner. <laughs> yes, yes, man. Yeah. I mean, you're way ahead of most of us. Yes, that's great. Oh, Yeah, I appreciate it. And uh, I hope I hope it stays that way because I want to <laughs> take advantage of the time value of money as much as possible. Absolutely. So um, obviously, as a doctor, when you're focused on a lot of, um, you know, learning through learning about medicine, and I'm sure that already takes so much time. And it's, you know, even a lot of doctors probably know that they should be owning real estate and that it offers a lot of advantages for for many reasons but um you know sometimes it's hard as someone who's maybe not financially minded or not you know don't have the the business background to think about some of these ideas but i kind of want to ask you as a doctor why it's so important for you to be involved in real estate and how it's affected and benefited your your life yeah
2: i think that you hit um, uh, the, the nail on the head when saying like we are not financially educated. Uh, that's, that's, that's very true to some degree. Um, we go through training and, and through medical school that takes many years. And for some of us, more than half of our life, we spend like in the classroom and learning about medicine and then we finish medicine and we don't have good financial education. We're not taught about that like in a school or in medical school. And then when we finish, we have spent so much of our time uh, learning and in training that, that we just focus on working and, 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 and trying to get ahead in life and, and trying to pay down like our uh, debts like from medical school and trying to buy a nice house or start a practice that, that we don't really focus on that. And the other thing is that uh, people in general, Uh, We tend to invest in things that we know or that we are familiar with or that we understand. So so most of us, the only thing that we know is, again, like the stock market or mutual funds or the 401k. Uh, but, But most doctors don't know about real estate. And if they know about real estate, they only know about like buying houses and selling houses or being a lender. But there are other alternative ways also to invest in real estate that are profitable and have a lot of advantages.
1: Great. And I think the really important thing is that doctors obviously have one of the highest salaries in the in the in the world and there's always a shortage of doctors. So you I mean doctors have pretty good job stability. But I feel like even with a high a pretty high income, when there's so much taken out of taxes and there's so many expenses in, in life, and then you have the, the student debt, you I mean it, you you feel like it should be easy to get ahead as a doctor, but it actually ends up being pretty difficult with all these other obstacles in your way. I kind of want to know like how has real estate help you get over some of these obstacles that, you know, make it difficult to really design the life for yourself that you think you're going to have when you have a high salary, you know?
2: Yes. Yes. So to some degree, we are replacing our income with real estate. And that is big. That is huge. Again, like we started in residential real estate and now we're in commercial real estate doing syndications and the return that we're getting and the cash flow that we're getting I mean, of course, uh, we started like about around five years ago. It still is not able to replace our full income, but we are on our way to do that. And this happens also with professionals who are high income earners, right? Like the more you make, the more difficult and the longer it takes like to replace your income. so but but we know that we are on the right path. and 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 that's great to some degree also because being able to feel that you're in the path of financial independence, It gives you options. It gives you choices. So, and to some degree, that gives you freedom to do whatever you want. And again, like you, then you can work because you want to work and because you like the field where you're working, and not necessarily because you have to work. And, and that's especially for, for high income, like professionals, like physicians or lawyers. Like, again, like we spend so many years in the classrooms and at the end, like we're work with what you have heard probably before, like the golden handcuffs that, that, that we need like to keep working and keep working to pay our debts and to pay our lifestyle.
1: Right. Exactly. And it makes it very difficult to, you know, change jobs or pursue your passion or, or take a break. Even, you know, you might feel like you are getting work so hard, but. have to do it because there's no other option right if you take a month off because you need to go and i guess you want to find a new job or a new passion you know who's going to put food on the table right you know it's kind of cool to have that backup plan that allows you to have the freedom of choice and the the flexibility in your lifestyle to you know do what you want and when you want to do it and um i know that doctors are obviously very passionate about adding value to the world and, and helping people i mean saving lives is obviously yeah. one of the most important things you can do. And so yeah. I know that people, you know, doctors are probably looking for other ways that they can contribute to society besides just being a doctor. And it might be hard without that time flexibility. So I kind of wanted yeah. to know, like, how that, you know, how has real estate allowed you to explore some of your other passions? And what are some of the your other passions besides um, real estate? And like, you know, how has it allowed you to be with your family and, and like that?
2: Yes. Yes. So one of the important things that have helped me with real estate is has change in mindset, right? Like so, now I know I have options, and I, and now again, like I can think about going to work because I want to go to work because I want to continue being a physician because I like, as you're saying, because I like to help people and like to, to, to heal them, tend to try to to help them and their families too. Now I don't feel the pressure again. Like I, I need to work. I have to work. And, and, and all of those bad feelings that when, when you're still trapped, like in, in, in your job. Right. So, so that's important to me. And
1: that's, this is very good. Yeah, definitely. And um, so I, as someone who, or I guess, when, when obviously we, we've spoken a couple times about this, that the lifestyle can be very busy, especially in med, medical school. But what are some strategies and maybe even what are some resources that people can use as, you know, to start thinking about their financial future while they're still in uh, med school or in college trying to balance um, a really busy schedule?
2: Yeah, you can always, like, again, there's uh, plenty of information out there, like, and uh, different websites on YouTube. Like, actually, we, we like, uh, in my company, Nima Equity, we have, like, a YouTube channel uh, with small tutorials about uh Residential, commercial real estate. There's audiobooks again. Like when I started in commercial real estate, like one and a half years ago, um, I, you you can imagine I I, I read all the, uh, and I did all the audiobooks. So you you can imagine like the one for Michael Blank, Joe Furless, Hunter Thompson, uh, Rich that put that even. So you can do that in your spare time, and you can just use your, your 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 headsets and doing some workout and doing things like at the same time. And and I know that we're in when we're in college, or when we're in medical school or doing other training uh, we're usually very busy, but we can always find, find find time when we're doing that right like when we're uh in the commuting or when we're in the in the metro and the bus or uh like again or when we're doing exercise so there are good options like for for you to to get started and and to learn more about real estate
1: yeah that's a uh, definitely an idea whenever I cook my breakfast and I cook my lunch and I cook my dinner I always have audio yeah. audiobook or a podcast plugged in my ears yeah. and it's like look, I'm literally doing two things at once. I have to eat, but then I yeah. also get this, uh, this awesome information. So um, definitely, yeah. definitely great advice there. And um, so as someone who's in medical school or soon to come out of medical school, what would be the most important things they have to, that they should think about or set up in their life before exiting to make sure they're on the right track for financial freedom and a financial future?
2: Yeah. So one of the important things is again, to to take care of your debts, right? So if you have debts with uh, an interest rate that is very high, you need to take care of that first, right? Like then when you finish medical school, uh, you're going to get like into a higher paying job. Right? You may go into residency and then you may go into practice. And sometimes what happens is that we change our lifestyle and we start spending more. So like uh, usually what many people recommend is like after you finish medical school or even your training, the residency, just to continue with your current lifestyle and start saving a little bit more so you can plan for the future, for, for your future and investment. Right, like so, that can put you ahead a lot. Uh, if you leave medical school and then start buying like like a super nice house or cars, I mean, like and 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 let's be honest, we deserve that to to some degree because we have spent so much time like uh, learning and and doing sacrifices like to become uh, physicians. But um, but 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 still, I think it's very important to delay these things in order to think for the future.
1: Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. And I know we spoke, we we touched on it for a second earlier. Um, we, we mentioned the book Rich Dad Poor Dad, and um, yes. in the la- in most of the episodes of this podcast, we, people have mentioned it. It's obviously one of the those staples of financial yes. education. But Exciting. I want to touch on the thing. I want to touch on the thing that just related to what you were just saying. That um, the the main point of Rich Dad Poor Dad is the difference between assets and liabilities, right? Where like a car is not an asset, right? It's a it's a it's a, it's a thing doesn't make you better off it doesn't contribute to your um yes. to your your wealth building but an asset is something that pays you cash flow even when you're not working and um yes you know so you need to have that balance so um i mean my plan is to for every car i want to buy i'm going to buy a, a property that pays for the the payments yes, for that exactly. But, <laughs> yes exactly yeah yeah definitely right but so um as a doctor can you kind of I, I when i talk to my doctor friends i tend to be way too technical and um you know, cause I'm really, I know a lot about finance and I'm really financially <laughs> passionate, but could you kind of put it into perspective for someone who might not be as, um, has, has as much of a background in finance?
2: Yeah. So like, again, like a uh, liability is something that uh, loses value, right? And doesn't give you money. Like uh, you, you gave a very good example, right? Like, so you mentioned like the car, you take the, you buy a new car and the second you take the car out, out of the dealership, it loses 20% of their, its value, right? Um, well, your primary residence is something a little bit controversial, right? Like, because like uh, historically, we had thought like a house is an asset, but a house, it doesn't produce any money for us. I mean, it it, it provides housing for us, which is great, right? But it's not producing any money for us. And and actually, uh, we sent a show with my friends in saying like, oh, like my house is like a black hole because we are always doing like, Projects and investing in my house and changing like the light bulbs or a door or things like a uh, break, right? Like and again, we we keep pouring and pouring money in our house, and, and 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 really, I mean, it appreciates. So it's gonna become an asset at the moment when you sell your house, right? Like, but, but in the meantime, is is taking your money, right? So so we should uh, you you, hit, you 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 make a, a, like a great point. So we should try to um, invest in assets that can pay for our, our liabilities or for, for our lifestyle, right? Like you, you mentioned that perfectly. If, if I want to buy something really nice or if I want to go on vacation or if I want to do something, I better invest in something that can produce that cash flow or, like, or, or, like, like, or that return on investment where I can use that money to, to, to do these things that I want.
1: Right. yeah that definitely makes a lot of sense and if you even think about it if you if you're putting all your money in a, in a stock portfolio or, or, or a retirement account like that um, obviously at the end of you know you're not going to be able to be a doctor forever I know it's a lot of physically tolling you know, you're on your feet yes. all day eventually you could be come too old to actually do unfortunately to continue doing what you're doing and even if you are not too old to do it maybe you, you you're done you don't want to do it anymore you want to help the world in a different way and i think yes. that's really important because if, you're, if your money's all in the stock market and just going up as the as the market goes up, if you wanted to retire, and for some reason that was a recession and your money wasn't cut in half by the, in the drop trouble. in the market, you're in big trouble because you thought you had a million dollars, you thought you had 10 million dollars, now you only have $5 million, which is a lot, whatever. But exactly. if you, and then the thing is, once you take it out, then you're just spending it and spending it, spending it, and then it goes to zero. If you, yes. own, an, if you own a piece of real estate, now when you retire, that doesn't drop with the market necessarily mm-hmm. and even if it is, does drop it's still paying you the same rental cash flow so now your retirement plan is an actual thing that pays you every single month and yeah. when you when you pass on your it's going to start paying your offspring in versus you just spending your entire investments and just depleting it so i think that's the, the most important way to think about it and i think that um you know if maybe real estate is not your thing <laughs> it, maybe it should be but Do you know any other ways to produce cash flow that might be more in line with the medical field that people who, um, you know, we talked about you invest with what you know, is there any medical equipment or medical asset classes that you think would be something that some medical students should look down for in terms of producing cash flow?
2: Yeah, in general, like I am a true believer of um, you need to be diversified. Right. Like you, you shouldn't put all your eggs in just one basket as, as great as real estate is. I mean, I'm a big believer of real estate and I love real estate. I still think we need to be diversified. So like having a little bit of your, of your money in the stock market is not a bad thing. It's actually like like a, like a good, a responsible thing the fact that we don't control that and the fact that we we don't have any really clue of how that works actually because sometimes we 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 can hear good news and the stock price goes down or bad news and it goes like the other way around i, I mean we still don't, don't understand that like we we try to think we understand that but we really don't understand but we still tend to invest in that right so uh the, the diversification is one of the important things and and the second thing is again like to just to get educated there are other assets out there that can also bring cash flow. I mean, like, I'm not like an expert in this, but for example, ATMs are, are a great asset for investment for, for, for any person and, and you can start even with investments less than in syndications, right? There's other, like, uh, energy and oil you, you can invest. There's kind of similar structures as syndications for multifamily that also may have tax advantages, right? Like, and and when, and when I also just want to go back, like, to the point where, where you were uh, mentioning Like, again, like we're not going to be young, uh, forever. Right. Like, and, and if anyone in this moment is listening like to this podcast, um, that is like in medical school or, or like in law school or anything like that, uh, you can hear from me, like, uh, when, when you are a physician, for example, you need to work nights, you need to work weekends, you need to work on holidays. You need to work, uh, on, on the, on your birthday or on your family's birthday, I'm not sure if if everyone's gonna be able to do this forever, <laughs> but it's right. something very difficult at the end, right? So 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 that's what you need to start thinking about your future and your investments, right? And you and you need to start about thinking and diversifying too.
1: Yeah, that's definitely a good point. And uh, as a finance major, uh, I learned how to evaluate stocks, and I'm t- <laughs> the way the <laughs> stock market works. It's just. Does like even the, <laughs> the skills of doing it doesn't tell you anything. Yes. The fact that news articles affect the stock market, how much it actually does, is yeah. <laughs> much, like no one can say that they're an expert and know exactly what's yes. going to happen. Exactly. In real estate, as long as whatever happens, it, it's still going to be paying you. And yes. if it, and it, if it gets burned down, there's an insurance plan for that. Anyway, you got your, you yes. have your your back protected. Mm-hmm. But yes. yeah, de- they, definitely want exposure to multiple multiple asset yeah, classes. Yeah,
2: yeah, Like the important thing, and for example, in multifamily, is is that you have control. Of your cash flow because again you you go to a property that is not completely well managed and you do renovation you you make the business more more uh, more effective right increasing revenue and decreasing expensive expenses and you increase your cash flow and at the same time you increase the value of your asset so so that's what is what what I really like about like commercial real estate because you have a lot of control
1: right and and as someone who's a doctor who probably likes to add value to the world I mean. I think it's so important. The place that you live is is more than just a building and a place where you sleep. No, like it helps a lot to like where you are and to enjoy the things that your your home provides you. Like this is where you spend every single day of your yes. life or almost every single day. So it's I think-
2: human city. Yes.
1: Right. So what I think is that, you know, people might think that real estate is about making money. I really think that the best way to make money in real estate and also I think real estate is the best way to add or a great way to add value to the world because- you're making someone's day, you're making someone's day better by creating a better place for them. You know, maybe they don't want to go down the street to a laundromat, but you give them a, a washer and dryer in their apartment. And, you know, that's simple, small thing. It could could be super helpful for, especially with someone who has a lot of time or has a lot of constraints on their time. So I think that, that, um, that's, that's, that's
2: very important, Ben. Like, and, and, and you mentioned, like, this this uh mission about like not not just seeing this as a business i mean i also see this for for example that we are helping other people right like and we're making the economy move right like when when we buy a property uh everyone is 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 winning like like the broker like like the appraiser like the like the constructor like the property manager the lender we're moving the economy and and we're also trying to provide a safe environment for, for good people to live in, right?
1: Yeah, definitely. And um, I think that another another thing that's pretty interesting that I just remembered is the fact that a lot of people like to have investments in case of the worst thing happens, in case of a, a, a disaster. And I want to know kind of how being positioned in real estate might help protect against that because especially with, you know, medical can become a huge expense if, for, for the wrong thing or if something bad happens. So I want to know if, you know how that real estate affects or is provides safety for you in that sense, and then oh. also kind of, yeah, so yeah,
2: yeah. So, um, one of the things that uh, I usually compare re- re- real estate is with the, the stock market, right? So, uh, we're humans and and we are very emotional. So, what, hap- what, what, what happens when the market goes down five or 10 percent? people get very anxious, right? Like, so what happens when it, it goes down another 5%, it gets more anxious, right? Like, so what do you tend to do? You're emotional and you tell to sell your stocks or, 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 or your, all, all your investments. And you don't know, like then, like, like, like later it's gonna come up again and you may have lost some money. In real estate it's different because real estate is not always liquid it's not a liquid investment, right? Like, so like in, in order like to, to get your return on investment, you, you, you need to sell your property. In, in houses, in single family houses, it may take like a month and a half to two months to sell your property. In commercial real estate, it takes longer. So you cannot do, you cannot take an emotional decision, Right, like so, and if you're like upset or anxious about uh, like like a crash in in, in the housing market, then you, you're you're trying to sell that very quickly. But then it's going to take a couple of months, and like and then like the market may may start going up again. So you have that kind of insurance for that,
1: right? And um, so I know some people here might still not be able to totally wrap their heads around real estate, but they understand the advantages. They're like, okay, I'm convinced. Like real estate is great how do we do it? I know that you provide a service for people like that. Can you t- kind of talk about um, NEMA Equity and kind of how you help you, your mindset of, of being a doctor really is able for you to help people in the situation to, to really set themselves up for financial security in the future?
2: Yes. Yes. Thank you. So um, so as, as we were talking, like we initially started in residential real estate And a year and a half ago, we decided to switch to commercial real estate. And now we partner with other operators, experienced operators, to buy big apartment complexes. And uh, we help uh, private investors. Uh, Of course, you know, like my background is a physician. So I I usually bring physician investors to, to these investment opportunities. Right. Like, so it's called like syndications, and it's usually holding a property for a couple of years, improving like the, the management of the property, as I mentioned before, increasing the revenue and decreasing the expenses. And at some point, that will make a good return on investment. So, so that's what we do. It's, it's called NEMA Equity and Nancy, IMA Equity. And, uh, but we also are very big in, uh, on education because of what we just discussed before. So we also have our YouTube channel and we have our seven-day uh, passive doctors investing uh, course uh, that, that anyone can get it. So like, again, like we, we we love real estate and we love to talk about real estate, active and passive, residential and commercial. And I always say like, if you guys want to talk with me, just 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 to chat in general about that, if I can give any recommendation, more than happy to do it.
1: Awesome. That's great. And then, um, okay. So we got a lightning round. Are you, you ready for the lightning round?
2: Oh, okay. Yes. Yes. I'm back in medical school. <laughs> All right. <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> <Questions>. right <exactly. laughs>
1: All right. So, first, what superpower would you want if you could choose any superpower? Superpower.
2: Yes. Um, I mean, I would say, like, uh, from, from the uh, Marvel Universe movies, like uh, Doctor Strange, right? Like, he, who, mm-hmm. who's also a physician, too, right? right. Like, uh, so, so he has the power of cloning himself. Right, like, and, and and being like in multiple places at the same time. So, uh, so I wish I could do that. Right, like, 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 and be a physician and also a real estate investor and with, with my wife and my kids at the same time. Uh, yeah. So, so, so that's one cool thing that I would like to do.
1: Awesome. So, what's your favorite book, or what's the one that helped you the most?
2: My books. Um, it would be. It wouldn't. It wouldn't be fair if I would just mention one. But it, but in general, like, like I would think like. The, the three most that I love is like uh, Rich Dad, Poor Dad, of course, um, The Richest Man in Babylon, and also Goals by Brian Tracy. So there are three books that I really loved.
1: Awesome. Yeah, those are good ones. Um, what motivates you to continue every day? My family. My family.
2: So like uh, sometimes we um, we uh, lose perspective in life and, uh, and don't see really what is important to us. And, and sometimes the, the most important things are are free and, and, we, do, and we take the, these things for granted are the most important ones. So like every day, like I wake up and see my wife and my kids or in the afternoon at, or at night where I come back from work and they're just coming back to me, like and saying, daddy, I love you. Daddy, how has been your day? It just makes my day. Right. So, so that's what is my why and what motivates me the most
1: awesome and right so since i put you on the spot i want to give you a chance for revenge so ask me anything <laughs> you want to know about me all right all right man um
2: what is your one or two goals uh, not, not necessarily in uh in in business or professional but it, but in your personal side in five years from now
1: yeah um <laughs> <It's funny. laughs> like I put you in the spot, <laughs> right? It's funny because I I I, th- I think a lot about my life and my business in incongruency because I think my business is the way to live my. It, first of all, my business and the things I want to do are my hobbies, and I really am like interested in real estate, and I really want to play the game of real estate, right? So it's like yeah. it's more that like I will get enjoyment, satisfaction from. Uh, from from investing in real estate and from doing the things uh, in the business sense that I want to do like creating businesses networking and talking to people like yes. all these things give me energy and make, make me happy um, I definitely in, in the future want to get to a point where I have a lot of like my passive income is at a level where I can take like a, a one month sabbatical and just take a time for where I can just relax and you know kind of cool. take myself out of the world and just kind of you know have the freedom to be where I want and do what I want And not really have to be confined to any, anything besides my responsibilities to my family and the, you know, the people, like, I mean, I'll I'll upkeep my responsibilities for sure, but be able to, you know, take a break and, and come back stronger and and be able to be more productive after. So um, that's definitely, I want to have that freedom to travel and make it, and uh, maybe seclude myself somewhere in the, in the, in, in the world, somewhere beautiful. That's very cool. Awesome. So great. Well, I, I'm super happy to have this episode because I have a bunch of my best friends, the people who I live in my house with, and um, my best friends from home are all, a lot of them okay. are going to be doctors. So I really wanted to Very create nice. this. <laughs> yeah, right. I, wanted to, I want to open their mind to some of the power of real estate and some of the yeah. things that they should be thinking about. So I really appreciate this. And I think that um, this will be incredibly valuable. But I wanted to know if there's any final remarks you wanted to leave for, for, for the audience.
2: Yeah, no, I mean, that, as you're saying, is very important to plan ahead for the future. I mean, you're doing a great thing, like starting so early in, like in life and uh, uh, like, I'm sure you're you're, you're going to do great. And again, like, thank you so much for having me in your show. I really enjoyed that today.
1: Awesome. Thanks, Harry. It's a pleasure to have you and I'm, I'm super happy you got to do this. So um, anyone who wants to reach out, where can they find you?
2: Yes. Again, like our website is NimaEquity, uh, N-I-M-A, equity.com. And we also have our YouTube channel for education, uh, like in small tutorials about commercial real estate that I'm going to pass you the link and uh, you can find me there.
1: Awesome. Well, thanks again. And everyone, I hope this episode is filled with tons of value. I'm pretty sure it was. And um, keep making my sense. All right. Bye-bye.